Hello, everybody. Welcome to Binge on Self Love, a weekly podcast where we discuss everything about binge eating, procrastination, recovery, self love, and self acceptance. I'm your host, Anna, but you can call me Anchi. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts at. For more content on self-love and self-acceptance, visit bingeonselflove.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselflove. So welcome to the very first episode on Bench on Self-Love podcast ever. I am so excited you're listening. I'll promise I'll do my best not to let you down and not to make you feel like you just wasted 20 or 30 minutes of your precious time. In today's episode, we're going to cover the binge eating cycle. I'll talk a little bit about what the cycle is, how do we even find ourselves stuck in it, and what are some ways how to break it. I'll leave you with five, hopefully, helpful tips on breaking the binge eating cycle. So let's get into it. Before we dive in, I was thinking whether I should share a little bit of my story, but I figure out I'll share it with you throughout the whole podcasting journey anyway. I plan to do a separate episode or two about my eating disorder story in future. But if you listen to the intro episode, the very short intro episode, I've mentioned that I am a binge eater and procrastinator in recovery. I've been dealing with binge eating for the past six or seven years. And I've actually tried to stop binge eating hundreds of times and I failed literally hundreds of them. And it was only about two or three or so years ago when I was finally able to really get the help I needed and start my recovery journey. One thing that I found very, very difficult with binge eating is stepping out of the binging and restrictive mindset and breaking the binge eating cycle, which is something that I would like to cover today. First, I'll try to explain a little bit what the binge eating cycle is and then I'll talk about what are some ways how to break it. Basically, there are four phases of the cycle. Let's start with phase one, the binge. What happens is that you binge for whatever reason, whatever feeling, whatever situation. And while binging, you probably feel instant feelings of relief, satisfaction, pleasure. And you simply feel good. It's just you and the food. So this is the phase number one, the binge. But as your stomach gets fuller and fuller, the reality hits. And instead of feeling satisfied and happy and good, you start to feel sick, both mentally and physically. Which brings us to phase number two, the guilt. And since you've been feeling so miserable and full and bloated, you'll come up with an idea to restrict your calorie intake in the upcoming hours or days to make up for your last binge. You'll probably try to eat as little as possible, Chances are you'll go to the gym, go for a run, you'll work out like crazy. Anything that will make you feel like you're outdoing and compensating the amount of food you just ate. This is the third phase, the restriction. 
One thing that's very typical for this restrictive phase of binge eating cycle is going 360 and be like, I'm never doing this again. This was the last time I binged. I promise I'm going to eat super healthy foods, go to the gym and I'll finally step for good. But as you probably know, being too strict and too hard on yourself usually never lasts, which honestly is not surprising at all because it's just completely unhealthy and unsustainable. The more you restrict yourself, the more you're going to think about food. And the more you think about food, the more you crave it, obviously. So we're slowly moving to phase number four, the cravings. Restrictive eating habits are just not sustainable in the long term. You will crave all the food you've been avoiding for all this time and you will eventually binge. So when you binge again, the cycle is closing and it starts all over again. Binge, guilt, restriction, cravings. Binge, guilt, restriction, cravings and so on and so on. And there you are caught up somewhere in the middle and with each binge it gets gradually harder and harder to stop and realize like, hey, what am I doing? Why am I binging again? And what can I do about it? So this pretty much sums up the binge eating cycle. Uh, please keep in mind that this may vary for each of you. There may be more phases to the cycle. There may be less of them. Uh, maybe that's not even such an obvious pattern for you. But generally, these are the four phases. The binge followed by feelings of shame and guilt. Restriction phase uh, followed by cravings. Now, why breaking the cycle is that important is because it's the very first step towards breaking free from binge eating disorder. Uh, to give you an example, maybe you notice that whenever you go on a holiday where you either don't have a chance to binge or you don't really even have a desire to, then when you come home, it is much harder to start binge eating again because you broke the cycle and you are much more aware of it than you were when you were literally just loop in the cycle of binging, feeling guilty, restricting, binging and so on and so on. I remember specifically one time when I was able to break the binge eating cycle by taking all the binge food from my bedroom where I usually binge like 99.9% of time and I took it into the living room and sat there and I was literally unable to eat anything because it just felt so weird and so uncomfortable. Uh, it wasn't the safety of my bedroom where I felt so like natural to binge and I just couldn't do it and even these little things, these little changes can have a huge impact, huge positive impact. It took me so long to understand that by restricting myself and by labeling food as good and as bad, I'm literally heading towards yet another binge episode. I'm just feeding right into it. And when you think about it, it makes just so much sense. The more you're trying to resist something, the more you think about it and the more you'll want it. Uh, what I do now is I rather try to think of food as food that's rich in nutrients and food that's not that nutritious. Uh, it doesn't mean I can have the letter. Uh, it only means that the food is not that nutritious. Like, that's all. I also try to think and imagine how does the food make me feel. Some food will make me feel good physically, like my favorite avocado toast. Some food will make me feel good mentally, like having a pizza with my friends. And some food will make me feel good in both ways, and that's perfectly fine. 
Don't tell yourself, I'm never going to eat chocolate again. I'm never never going to order pizza again. Because number one, that's insane. Who would never want to eat pizza or chocolate again? And number two, restricting and denying yourself something you crave for too long is inevitably going to lead to binge eating, thus back to the binge eating cycle. Anyone who struggled with binge eating disorder or any type of eating disorder knows how hard it is to break the cycle. Uh, But just because it's hard doesn't mean it's impossible. I've promised to make your time spent listening to this podcast worth it. So I want to provide you with uh, some tips how to break the binge eating slash restrictive cycle. And you can apply these tips into your life and see how they work for you. I've put together five steps that helped me with breaking the cycle. I'm not gonna lie and say they work 100% of time, but they did help me a ton whenever I started to feel like I can get out of the hamster wheel. So tip number one is to prepare your food the evening prior. Uh, when I'm too lazy or I forget and I say like, I'm going to prep, to prep it tomorrow morning, I usually never will because uh, in the morning I'm in hurry, I'm tired, I'm getting ready for work and when I realize I should make some food it's usually too late so I just grab whatever I have uh, which then leaves me either super hungry throughout the day or very mad for eating some junk food. Those are the times when I'm literally counting minutes until the end of a work so I can go to the nearest store and buy some food and eat it. And to no surprise, these are usually the times when I either binge or I am just more prone to binge because I'm obviously hungry AF, I'm moody, tired, and I'm craving the the unhealthiest foods you can imagine. So not preparing your meals and dealing with food the very last minute will only contribute to the binge eating cycle, which is the exact opposite of what we want. I made tons of excuses why I can't really prepare the food in the evening, but honestly, it takes like 15-20 minutes max uh, to prepare some snacks and something you can eat throughout the day at work. And I just feel personally so much better about myself when I prepare the snacks and prepare all my food in the evening and it saves a lot of time and honestly it saves a lot of money because you don't go food shopping hungry and you don't buy just tons of stuff that will make you feel sick later anyway so uh, prepare your food the evening prior if you can tip number two is do it for your health not for the way or for the way you look I feel like this is really important to realize because breaking free from binge eating and the whole recovery journey itself shouldn't be about trying to lose weight or trying to reach a certain weight goal unless it's unnecessary for medical reasons, obviously. It shouldn't be uh, about trying to reach a picture perfect that you have in your mind, but it really should be about your health, which is unfortunately oftentimes the last thing on our minds. I'm definitely guilty of this myself. Whenever I was like, I'm done with binge eating, I look terrible, I need to lose all this weight, I can't even, I cannot even look at myself, I want to look like those supermodels on Instagram or whatever, I would always do it for the way I looked 
and never for the way I would feel or how my body would feel. And to no surprise, in just a few days, I would fail really, really hard. I'd realize that reaching some weight loss goal or looking a certain way is not strong enough reason to keep me going. Uh, so breaking the cycle for your health and not for the number on the scale or the closing size can give you a whole new meaning because I think you won't be happier when you're skinnier, but you'll be happier when you stop binge eating. And after hundreds of attempts of trying to stop binge eating and trying to break free from the cycle, all I really wanted and all I wished deep down was not to binge and to be able to eat like a normal person. Because I was like, what is it that I really want? Do I want to be skinny for the price of constantly battling with food and restricting and binge eating? Or do I want to be able to eat at the point of satiety without my stomach constantly hurting? I knew I want to reach a point eventually where all my thoughts won't be surrounded around food and maybe be able to go out with my friends without worrying about food. I also wanted to be able to have a cookie, like one or two or three, without like instantly feeling like I messed up and now I can eat not just the entire bag of cookies but like five of them. So I think it's really important to realize that your health is so much more important than fitting a certain weight goal or fitting a certain picture perfect that you have in your mind. Tip number three is give your mind something to focus on. And by this, I don't really mean to distract yourself with just some random things. Because when you Google how to stop binge eating, most of the articles say, distract yourself, go for a walk, do your nails, read a book and stuff like that. And I honestly think it's a BS because if you know that you want to binge, painting your nails or cleaning your closet is not really going to stop you. What I mean by this is finding something that's really meaningful and enjoyable to you that will keep your mind focused on something else than food. It can be literally anything like getting a new hobby, starting a new project you've been dreaming of for some time, maybe like starting a YouTube channel or a podcast or maybe signing up for a course, preferably something that's long-term, something that will help you to take your mind off the binge eating. For example, I started a blog, an Instagram account, and now a podcast about binge eating and procrastination. And I've spent hours and hours sitting at the computer writing, creating my website, and I didn't really think about food other than like eating when I was hungry and then getting back to work. And it really, really helped me because you don't focus on the food so much. Later on, you realize you don't really need it as much as you thought you did. And of course, you won't be fully dived into your hobby or your project each and every minute of every day, but it's a great way to initially break the binge eating cycle Tip number four is try finding the roots of why you want to binge. Um, this one is tricky, so be careful. I would say try to find out why you want to binge, but if you can't figure it out, that's completely fine. Just don't overanalyze it. Binge eating is an eating disorder, but in time, food becomes our coping mechanism for 
feelings and things like stress and anxiety, change and dealing with feelings of discomfort or low self-esteem. And those are the times when the reason why you search for comfort in food can be very obvious. But the other times you may be feeling great, life's great, work's great, relationship's great. But for some reason you still want to binge. Just a few weeks ago I was pretty happy. I was working out. I was going for a run. I was being somewhat productive. And still I felt a strong urge to eat as much as I could. And as much as I was physically able to without feeling sick. And as the days went by I would skip a workout. I would skip a run. I would skip meal prepping. I would put off things until the next day and the next day. And I couldn't really figure out why do I feel the urge to binge. Apparently my life was great. And later on I realized that Yet again, I was spending so much time on social media and I was not intentionally, but I was comparing myself so, so bad with other people. I was comparing myself to fitness models and I was comparing myself to literally everyone and anyone and I was just so mean to myself. Try to find out why you think you're binge eating and if you figure it out, that's great try to come up with ways how you can change it but on the other hand if you cannot figure it out that's completely okay just don't overanalyze it the last tip that i have for you guys today is not to start over but to keep going uh, when you try to break the binge eating habit in the past you most probably promise yourself you're going to start fresh tomorrow morning or on monday or next week or january the first or something like that and you told yourself you're going to be eating super healthy and you maybe will have one cheat meal here and there but you'll be working out and you will resist whenever the binge eating kicks in but then things happen life happens things don't go as out as planned and you're not so confident in your decisions anymore and you binge after trying five or ten or twenty more times and still failing starting over becomes more and more difficult um to break the binge eating cycle you don't really need to start over you don't have to start again and again all you really need is to keep going. Don't aim for perfection, but rather for consistency. The fact that you binged yesterday doesn't mean you're back at day one. It simply means that you binged and now is another day and you just need to keep going. And I have a little bonus tip for you. Don't get stuck in the I already messed up, I can now eat whatever I want mindset been there done that uh, it's honestly one of the worst things you can do in my case it's always been more like an excuse to just eat more like i would eat half of the chocolate bar instead of like square or two that i initially planned and then i would be like oh i effed up i'm such a loser i messed up my whole diet and since i already messed up i can eat like the rest of the chocolate bar and Maybe like a bag of chips and like another three chocolate bars and an ice cream and pizza on top. And then I'll be lying on the sofa sick to my stomach. The sooner in the binge you realize you're actually binge eating, the sooner you will be able to stop. And that's going to help you move forward. So that's my last bonus tip. 
So these were my five plus one tip on how to break the binge eating cycle. So let me quickly sum them up for you. Tip number one is prepare your food the evening prior. Don't leave it up till morning because you're most probably go not going to do it. You'll be in a hurry, you'll need to take care of other things and you may not feel like it. So don't make it that easy for binge eating. Tip number two, make your health your priority, not the way you look or how much you weigh. Tip number three, give your mind something to focus on instead of food. Tip number four, try finding the roots of why you want to binge. Tip number five is don't start over, but keep going. Recovery is not about being perfect, neither is breaking the binge eating cycle. All that matters is you keep going and you keep trying. And don't take binges as a failure, but rather as an inevitable part of recovery. And... The bonus tip is don't get stuck in I already messed up, I can now eat whatever I want mindset. So that's all I have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and that you find it helpful. The most important thing is don't give up on recovery. Don't give up on fighting through binge eating. You're strong, you're amazing, and I love you for listening to this podcast. Uh, definitely let me know your feedback at Anchi at bingeonselflove.com follow me on instagram bingeonselflove and check my blog bingeonselflove.com i'll make sure to leave all the links in the show notes see you next time bye